guys. How you doing? How you guys doing today? First chance for you to go up against Joe Burrow. I just want to ask you a lot of young quarterbacks, which is what you like about him, what's impressed you? He's done a great job. You know, he's a great young player. Um, he's got a great arm, runs well, very athletic, and uh, really impressed by, you know, him overcoming the adversities that, that he has. Um, you know, there was high expectations for him coming out, and he's lived up to it. So it's a lot of credit to him. And their team's done a great job. I mean, in the Super Bowl last year, they're playing really well this year. So. Good defense, good offense, good special teams group, well coached. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. And what do you think uh, some of the strengths this team can can uh, build on going into these final four games? What are the strengths we can build on? Um, and we're just trying to show up every day and try to do a better job. You know, it's, I think we're learning every day. It's a different team than it's been in the past, and trying to work at it as best we can to put ourselves in a position in a position to succeed. All the time, and Mike Silver had written a column about that. You know, part of his column was about how you meet with receivers the night before. How much changing or game planning do you do right up until? In other words, by the time you get there, the coaches know what you're doing. You're not moving guys. I mean, just how much of that is is done by the time you get to the stadium? Game planning. What's the question? Well, the question is how much how much do you do that? Like he wrote that that maybe the coaches were trying to follow along almost that like in real time. They learn what changes you made the night before when they get to the stadium. Is that true? No, I have no idea. So, I mean, anybody could write anything and say I whatever they want. So, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I want to make sure that that did sound right. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to respond to every. Next question. Top third down, uh, four of sixteen on Sunday against the Niners, and especially third and long. I think everything's been a problem. We haven't scored a lot of points this year. So third down, turn the ball over, third and shorts, third and mediums have been great. Red air hasn't been great. So I, I think statistically there's not probably a lot of things we can look at and feel like, oh, man, we didn't. But, you know, we're trying to work at it to get better in everything. And a lot of it comes down to what you do on first down, you know, creates better opportunities on second down and vice versa on third down. So being good on early downs is helpful about, you know, being good on third downs. Um, and, the better you're on third downs, the more likely you are to get into the red area. And then once you get in the red area, you got to do, you know, you got to score points. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's not a lot of statistics that are great right now. A lot was talked about with your uh, sighting, the intercepted ball, uh, yeah. or Dre Greenlaw. Um, but what is that like for you? Because you're getting a lot of that after games. You're staying on the field, and you have these guys that are coming up to you that are saying, I've been watching you since I was two years old, or like, you're the reason why I play football. Like, what's it like when you're on the receiving end of, of that type of praise and, and these guys that are just clamoring to meet you? Yeah, it's, um, you know, just part of being an older player, and I think they have a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of guys have been watching me for a long time. I've been playing a long time, so. I understand that. I was a young guy, too, and I looked up to all the guys that were older. Brett Favre, I got to play against Brett Favre. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world I got to play against. Um, you know, I got to go over Dan Marino's house when we were playing the Patriots. Uh, we were playing at the at the Dolphins when I was at the Patriots. So, um, you know, you always kind of look up to everyone that has done it really well. And, I'm, you know, it's nice to be in that position. And, you know, hopefully I can leave a positive impression on those guys. I prefer not to do it with the interception ball, but... It's a good ball to keep. If, if I'm him, I'm probably doing the same thing. And do you find yourself, I mean, because I know you've, you've talked about it, and you've already retired once before. Like, 
you don't know how much longer you're going to keep doing this, but is that more on your mind more so now than in previous years about kind of what you're going to be leaving behind in, in the NFL and, and kind of leaving guys with those those moments? Yeah, I think it's a we can't do it forever, obviously, but you do it for, you know, if you enjoy it and you love competing, you know, you love playing the game. And I certainly do. I've been in the sport for a long time. So um, I think it's a great sport. I think sports in general bring a lot of people together. You look at the World Cup. I mean, it's, you know, pro football on Sundays. That's what people do in America. So, you know, try to bring people together, try to entertain people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun doing it. I know you got to six and seven. That's not where you want to be, right? But yep. the fact you you are in first place, and yep. all those goals you set are still there. How much as a team does that kind of continue to galvanize you guys and drive you guys right now? A lot. You know, I think it's a. Uh, I think the one thing about football is you you get what you deserve. You know, you got to go earn it. There's no, you know, the Rams were in the Super Bowl. They were the Super Bowl champions last year. This year, they're not having the kind of year they want. Right. You know, it's just it's a competitive league. Everything brings you back to five hundred. You. You know, you get some, you don't do, you know, play the right way. You don't, you know, execute the way you're capable. It's it's a challenge, you know, and you just try to figure out the challenge. And it's a long race. It's, yeah, you still got, you know, you don't, it's, it's not over in week 13. That's why you play all 17 weeks. So that's what we're doing. And, you know, we'll see where we're measured at the end of the year. But there's no lack of, I guess, maybe it's one of the strengths. There's no lack of quit. There's no lack of fight. Guys are practicing their ass off. We're trying to work hard to make the, make the right improvements. And it's, you know, every day you're challenged in this sport. You know, you get up every day and your body feels a certain way and your mind and your confidence and your, and then you got to go coordinate that with everyone else's body and confidence and attitude. And you're trying to string together special teams, offense, there's a lot to do. And it's really rewarding when it pays off. And when it doesn't pay off, it sucks. But that's like all of our jobs, you know. When it doesn't go the way you want, it's, it sucks. And we got to come stand up here and answer questions about why it's not going great. Believe me, it's you wish it was going great every week, but that's not our reality, and we got to dig our way out of it. It's not anyone's – no one's feeling sorry for us. No one's outside of the locker room can do much about it. we got to come together, and we got to do it ourselves. And I think I really appreciate what Todd's doing, and he, you know, he's putting it on us to fix it. And, you know, that's what our responsibility is to do. As far as the communication with other players on offense, is it at the level that it needs to be at right now, or is it constant changing from week to week? I think communication is important in life, period. You know, business, sports, everything. It's about, you know, communicating the right way, and you can always do a better job communicating. Certainly in football, we can. You know, the more, you're, the more you play together, I think you can, you know, nonverbal communication is really important because you can't verbalize everything when there's 70,000 fans, but head nods and, you know, that's what you talk through all week. You know, we only have three hours a week to get it right. And, and you work pretty hard in advance of that to try to put yourself in a position to succeed. Um, you've, never been, uh, you've never been one that you sat a lot, but it seems like you've gotten a lot more pressure this year. Is that, stop, is that slowing down what you guys want to do offensively? Is it just that extra pressure maybe? Um, yeah, I mean, I think everything's tied together. I mean, I think it's um, – kind of a big, broad question, you know? Um, I mean, every quarterback would love to have nine seconds to throw, but that's not the reality in the NFLs. But, you know, sometimes they make good plays, and sometimes they make bad reads and bad throws. So, um, I mean, our, our guys are fighting really hard up front and doing a good job. I, mean, I think they're, they're, last week they played their butts off. No sacks, 55 throws against that front. That's a good front. So we're going to need to keep doing it. I want to go back to what you, um, you mentioned where you said um, – 
Todd is um, you appreciate what he's doing it doing because he's putting it on you guys to fix it. How like how so? Yeah, he's just you know really allowed the 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 leaders, the players to say, guys, you know the coaches, we can't. You guys got to go out there and do it. We're going to coach you up, but you got you players got to go get it done. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, you are given you know leeway on this offense, and, and you know obviously your input is is heavily considered. Um, when you do have plays that you do want to change or things that you want to tweak, um, how is the communication with with the coaching staff? Uh, it's been great. I have a great relationship with Byron. I talk to Byron hundred times a day, so we talk about everything. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. How's everybody? Good, good. So, Byron, um, the other day, Tom Brady said, or, uh, Tom Brady said to Mike Silver, you were talking about game planning, and you guys have done this now for three years. And I'm just wondering, like, can you take us through kind of the process? Because you alluded to the fact that, like, Tom, right up until game time, or maybe even, you know, that he's making changes and, and you guys are kind of like. Start over for me, Rick. Sorry. Start over again. I'm sorry. Sorry. Tom Brady, the game planning. Can you take us through the process of game planning with, with Tom? You've done this for three years, but there was a story that indicated that, you know, that Tom is constantly making changes, meeting with players the night before, like, Somehow, you guys are kind of following along versus knowing everything that's going on in real time. Like, how much, how much is is done before you get to the stadium, or is there still tweaking going on that you're of game day? Game day, yeah. Nah, I don't think that's probably what they meant. Uh, Tom, been we've been having this meeting. Quarterback's been having this meeting. Jameis been having this meeting. So it's no different. So it's no different than anybody. We encourage that as coaches. We encourage this for to be players, y'all communicating all that. But other than that, I don't know how to really answer that because I don't really know what you ask me. Nothing different. We do the same game planning. Me and Tom meet every day. Me and Tom meet every day about the plays, about what's going on. I know exactly what's going on in the meetings. But I didn't see the story, though, to really. I'm aware, I'm aware of everything. Yeah, I'm aware of everything. Nothing surprising you on Sunday. No, no, no. Is he making changes though on, on Saturday nights when you're meeting with the team? No, we're no, we're getting ready to go at that point. Bruce had talked about when you first got with Tom that you guys build the game plan together, and that's something yeah. that's continued all the way through. Is like how much does is he involved in, in in setting up you know the game plan? Oh, we, we're, we're involved. We're, I, I told you guys this from the beginning. When I was with Jameis, me and Jameis was involved. I'm with Tom, me and Tom involved. So I think that's the way to play in this league. I think that's everything. Uh, me and Tom communicate every day, though. We communicate every day on what we're doing, what we think from a game plan standpoint. So nothing has changed. Status quo. Only thing has changed is that we're not winning as much as we've won in the past. So I'm quite sure this type of stuff happened when these type of things happen. So we just got to win. In the noise, win and fix everything. So nothing, on, nothing that happens on Sunday as far as calling plays or, or anything like that audible, none of that's surprising to you? No. Tom hasn't been sacked, obviously. He's a guy that really doesn't get sacked. He gets rid of the ball quickly. But how much has the pressure this year affected what you really want to do with your offense? Uh, no excuses, man. No excuses. We're just not playing better, good enough to win football games. Uh, 
We got four games left, though. We're in first place. We got four games. That's what I'm preaching to the guys. I don't know how we're still in first place, but we are. <laughs> we're in first place. We'll take it. Uh, a lot of people would love to be in first place sitting at this point. So we got four games, then try to improve, win football games, and try to get in the tournament. That's really how we're approaching it. Uh, great opportunity for us to get some things turned around, get some things fixed, get ourselves rolling. So that's the only, that's how we're approaching it day in and day out. Byron, do you feel you're getting enough output out of the screen game when it gets called? Has it been effective enough to your liking? Uh, I don't know if anything has been effective enough to my liking because I'm a guy that believes in scoring a bunch of points, and we, we ain't been able to do that. Uh, we've made a living of having big plays, explosive, scoring points. We just ain't got that done this year. Uh, we still got an opportunity, though. We got, Like I said, we got four more games to get this thing turned around the way we want it. Uh, obviously, you win football games however you got to win them, but we want to start playing the way that we know how to play Hopefully we can get that going this week. Does Thompson, you, you, you you're with him all the time, does he still have as much arm strength as he had when he came here to be able to throw those you know, deep balls? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. What's, what's beating you up right now? I mean, is it, the, is it not running the football? Is it no explosive plays? The penalties, obviously, have been a story of late. Took off a touchdown. You know, I'm a scoring guy. You guys know what I believe in. Uh, the analytics can't be broken. You got to score in this league to win in 2022. That's the key. Right, but you're not. I know. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get there. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you need to do to, to be able to score? I, I, well, I think we got to be better on third down. Third down, we got to possess the ball. We got to possess the ball and not in a two-minute situation at the end where we're getting all our time of possession at the – end of a game. We got to possess the ball on third down to allow our playmakers to consistently make plays. It's too many three and outs, too many four and five plays and outs and punting. We just got to keep the ball. If we can keep the ball with the players we got, we can make unique plays and score points. But you got to execute on a down-in and down-out basis. You got to be more consistent, really, on first, second, third down to give yourself an opportunity to have convert third downs. There's a lot of third downs last week where it's third and 13s, third and 16s. I mean, who are you kidding, right? You're, you're not going to convert in this league consistently enough to win football games to score points. So, for one, we got to be better on first and second down, more consistent, really, to give ourselves a chance on third down. A lot of those third and 16s, it's tough to convert those in this league. When you have those third down misses and the punt team comes out, when you're at home, you can hear those boobers, I'm sure. Just what, what is that like for you? Uh, it is what it is. It's part of football, part of being the National Football League. You guys have the second most third downs in the NFL this year, so there's some thought to it's better to avoid third down entirely. Yes. Is that a function of offensive line? Why do you think you're not doing as well on first and second down to even make third down? I think it's everything. I don't think it's one. If it was one thing, I think we would have fixed it by now. So I don't think it's uh, – one singular thing, I think it's a group of things that show up throughout a game. And it's not like heavily one way, one-sided. You know, it's a few things here and there. You have four or five of those plays within the game, it puts you in four or five bad third downs. So that's all it really takes. This is a very thin line on what success has and what's not successful in this league. So we just got to do a better job. Byron, in addition to 
being better on third down, it kind of goes without saying, how much would a faster start just help the rhythm of this offense and the mindset of the offense just starting faster in games? That's the key. That's the key. I think we uh, – man, I think we went and got the ball and scored in Cleveland, felt real good about it, felt real good about everything really. We feel good going into these ball games. It's not like we're going into ball games thinking, man, we're going to score seven points. We, maybe we're fooling ourselves, but we're going into these ball games feeling that we're about to go do what we've always done, put up 30, whatever it takes to win the football game, and we just ain't been able to do that. We got four games left, though. We'll keep working. We'll see where we at. The good thing is we're in first place. We're in, at the end of the day, we're in first place with an opportunity to make the tournament. So we're going to try to do that. Um, going back to kind of what you just said there, and you said it uh, earlier in this presser where you said, I don't know how we're here, but we're in first. What does that do for a team mentally? Maybe to be in a position where there's still something to play for, but obviously it hasn't been, you know, it's like you don't have that feeling of like we dominated to get here. What does that do for a team? The great thing for us is everything that we talked about in May, June, July is still in front of us. I know it may not feel like that way to people outside us, but in that locker room, everything that we said we wanted to do this year is still in front of us. And that's a blessing in itself, to be honest with you. So we just going to understand that, be aware of that, make sure we don't miss the moment, make sure we don't hear too much of the noise where we miss the moment. We got four games. I'm preaching this, the same thing to them. We got four games to get better, to get to where we think we need to be. That's all we're going to worry about, and that's all our focus is going to be. Game plan kind of remained the same for most of the season. Obviously, you're changing based on who you're playing. But as far as, you know, you, you have had trouble scoring. Have you thought about being more aggressive earlier in games, earlier in drives? Uh, we think about that every week, every game. I'm really thinking about that. I never imagined, you know, people saying, I need to be more aggressive, right? <laughs> so that's, 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 that's thought of all the time. That's thought of all the time. What are some of the strengths you feel this team can build on? Well, we, we are in first place, and we're doing some things well, but it's just not showcasing itself because of what we're not doing well. So we feel as though we, got, we do some things that's above the line. We got to find a way to get the things that we're not above the line on better, to get to the line. It don't have to be above the line, but it can't be below the line. So we're working on those things. Ryan, you've talked about scoring more points throughout the season. What gives you confidence you can do that these final four games? Because we've done it. We've done it. Um, We've done it before. We just haven't done it this year, but we've done it. Sunday, you guys were down 21, 28 points, and there's still a heavy dose of screen passes. Do you guys think of that as an extension of the run game? That's an extension of the run game. And just a safe throw as opposed to going down the Extension of the run game. All screens has always been an extension of the run game. Do you feel like you have enough speed on this offense? I mean, that you're using, not, not Scotty Moore didn't play much, or Brashad, or now you have, you know, Hopkins who you use, like, could you add some speed that would help you? I think speed helps all the time, but I do think we have enough. All right, guys, have a go. What do you do after you have a game like the one you had last Sunday? Is flush it or flush it? Throw it away. No, we uh, yeah, we did burn the tape, but we coached off of it. Uh, you know. If there's such thing as a good loss, that was one because everybody played a major part in it. So it wasn't no finger pointing. Guys uh, accepted it, holding each other accountable, not just the players, the coaches also. So uh, make sure a day like that don't happen again.
weeks. Here's a guy coming off foot surgery. He's thrown out there out of necessity. He has to play every dang snap. Can you just speak to what he's given you? Well, you know, I spoke about him before, just uh, his presence. Uh, he's a veteran. He's savvy. Uh, he helps calm the waters down. And young safeties, you know, benefit from him being in the room. And, you know, he also got a lot of good suggestions. You know, he works with the coaches. You can tell, you know, coaching might be in his future if he chooses to. But uh, definitely a good guy to be around. From Anthony Nelson and Carl Nassib since they've been elevated. They got a little more playing time with Shaq getting injured a couple of weeks ago, and then Joe got hurt last game as well. What have you seen from those two outside linebackers? Uh, I mean, they're big, long, they're physical, they play the run. Uh, you know, me coaching Nelson and been here drafting him, I want him a little more. I need a little more from, from him. Last year he finished on a high note for us, and, uh, you know, I'm really putting a little pressure on him, but he's still he's getting better. Nel uh, Carl, you know, those guys play tough. They play the game the right way, and I'm glad we got them. Suffering injuries in games is never ideal, but how much did that impact you losing a 247 pound tie and Vita Vea um, losing him during the game last week? Well, you know, that's arguably probably our best player on defense, and uh, especially up front. I'm quite sure their coaches, staff were happy when he was out and didn't come back in, but uh, next man up. Next man up, uh, it's tough losing a guy like that, but guys got to step their game up. And, um, you know, our mindset, if you're in there, we expect you to play at a high level, but you can't really replace Vita, but uh sucks that he got hurt for us. Did you expect to struggle against the run the, the way you No, no, no. I mean, I know that's a really good offense, and that's a good scheme, and right. Christian McCaffrey's been on fire right. in it, but, but even so, this was a team that that was what you guys hung your hats on was, was being able to stop the run. Yeah, I never imagined that uh, with those guys uh, in that locker room. Uh, I'm not surprised because that can happen in this league any given Sunday. Uh, I expect those guys to rebound this week, but I never expect those guys, uh, you know, that type of performance. But uh, but we'll be ready this week. With Shaq out, has the attention shifted to Joe Tryon as far as game planning goes with the other team? Is he having to adjust to more attention or what? what how has he done in terms of stepping his game up? Because you need more from him as well. We need more. We need sacks. You know, you can't always look at the sack numbers. Uh, he's getting better. But uh, everybody got to pick their stuff up. But, you know, there's no secret. If you're an edge guy, we want sacks. We want quarterback pressures. And uh, those guys know it. They got to keep coming in every day and getting better. And uh, got to keep the confidence. And eventually it'll start turning in their favor. I mean, I always see the game as this is a player's league, uh, even on this side of coaching, but this is a player's league. Uh, coaches do have a role in it, but yeah. players got to make plays. They got to, you know, come with a certain attitude, and uh, they got to stick, uh, stick together. But they got to perform. You know, there's plays out there to be made, and, you know, we expect them guys to make it. Coaches got to do a better job putting guys in uh, the right position, keep them guys motivated, but – I'm always going to see the game from a player's uh, perspective. As a player, as a former player, when you have a loss like that, you know, when you're losing by almost 30 points a game, um, and 
and I know that, that playing the NFL, you can't be lacking in confidence, right. but, but you're also human too. How do you keep the confidence high and, and keep guys believing in the scheme and in each other and in themselves when you have a game like that? I mean, that, that's a, a sign if you are a champion. Uh, it's easy to point the finger and uh, make excuses, seek comfort. You got to respond. This league is all about responding. And I uh, can't wait to see them guys this Sunday. But, you know, I, I didn't suffer a couple of those. And you got to come to work. And uh, you got to get the coaching. You got to accept it. And you got to come back and respond in this league. Anything else? Thank you, guys. Thank you. I mean, no excuses. But uh, it was just tough seeing that, being on the side and not being out there. But uh, we learned from that. That's all you can learn from. And how hard is it to, like, Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to be out there for, uh, especially the big games, the big plays. Uh, as you know, we need crucial moments. Uh, definitely want to be out there. You know, me and Tuan been talking about it since we've been hurt. Uh, definitely want to get back there as soon as possible. But also don't want to rush it, you know, set us back even more. So you got to be smart about it, but uh, I feel like we're pretty good. Man, it's crazy. They, they say they are, but I know deep down they diehard Bengals fans, so I can't take that away from them. But uh, I know my family, my truth, they want me to make plays, but they, they a lot of people told me, you know, uh, I asked them how they feel if I, like, got a pick six to go Joe Burrow to win a game. And like, we'd be happy for you, but we'd be mad at the same time. It was like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be a nice a Christmas present for the family, put it yeah, on the mantle yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, right, right, right. I couldn't play for the Bengals, but I did one yeah, better. Yeah, <laughs> right. Speaking of Burrow, what stands out about him to you? Uh, I mean, he's a phenomenal player uh, since he came into the league. Uh, you've seen him in college. Uh, since he came into the league, like I said, uh, he had that big injury and uh, bounced back from that. Um, he's been playing very well. I mean, over the years, he's been playing. I mean, he got a lot of playmakers, but uh, he's just real calm, cool, collected. He's just that type of guy. And uh, just seeing that on the field, seeing it off the field, uh, I like his game. He's going to be pretty, uh, pretty good quarterback.